Hey, it's Andrew. Just quickly before we start this episode, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, the Secure Ventures Podcast. The host, Kyle McNulty, interviews cybersecurity founders about what they are building. I enjoy it because Kyle focuses on their technology, what it solves, why they build it, where it fits in the market. Also, listeners can understand the why of these startups. In some ways, it's a great compliment to my own podcast, where I focus on the go-to-market side, not on the technology side. He's had some great guests on recently, for example, the CEO of Reality Defender, when they talked about the ins and outs of deep fate detection. Uh, he's had the co-founder and CEO of Ghost Security, and also the co-founder of Radical, Chris Peterson, who was incidentally a founder of Logarithm, where they talk about the role of AI in the SOC. This is not a paid promotion. I just simply enjoy what Kyle is doing with his interviews and get a lot out of them. Check it out. It's the Secure Ventures podcast. Now on with this episode. Sales leaders, do you find yourself dishing out advice and directives to your team, but you really know you shouldn't be doing it, and it's really tough to stop it? In The Coaching Habit, Michael Bungay-Stanier gives a great tip on how to curb your advice monster. Welcome to the Bite Size Sales Podcast, where we believe that sales is the most important team in a B2B company, that complacency is the enemy, and taking bite-sized steps each day to get better at your craft is the best way to improve results. I am your host, Andrew Monaghan, and I'm using my 26 years of experience in B2B sales to bring you small, actionable ideas every day to help you get better. Whenever I've talked to sales leaders about coaching and becoming more coach-like and having a coaching culture in their organization, the one question that comes up again and again and again is, look, I know I need to be more of a coach, and I know I shouldn't just be telling my people, my people what to do all the time, but it's, I do it all the time. It's just so easy. It's simple. It's obvious for me. I can deliver the value and move on. You know, so what is it that I have to do to stop doing that? And, and this is one of the classic situations where just saying, you know, don't tell them what to do does not work, right? Because these are people, sales leaders have been doing selling and sales and leading teams usually for quite a long time, and they've built up their way of working. So just ch saying to change it is not always the most effective way to do it. Changing habits is hard because we're humans, and humans are not good at dropping a habit they've been doing for a long period of time and just simply going to a new one. So in the book, The Coaching Habit, from Michael Bungay-Stenier, he talks about this, and he talks about one way to actually address this in your day-to-day -day interactions. So to read from the book, he's got a section titled, You Tame the Advice Monster. If this were a haiku rather than a book, it would read, Tell less and ask more. Your advice is not as good as you think it is. But 17 syllables or not, this is easier said than done. We've all got a deeply ingrained habit of slipping into the advice giver, expert, answer it, solve it, fix it mode. That's no surprise, of course. When you take the premium that your organization places on answers and certainty, then blend in the increased sense of overwhelm and uncertainty and anxiety that many of us feel as our jobs and lives become more complex, and then realize that our brains are wired to have a strong preference for clarity and certainty, 
it's no wonder that we like to give advice. Even if it's the wrong advice, and it often is, giving it feels more comfortable than the ambiguity of asking a question. In our training programs, we call this urge the advice monster. You have the best of intentions to stay curious and ask a few good questions, but in the moment, just as you're moving to that better way of working, the advice monster leaps out of the darkness and hijacks the conversation. Before you realize what's happening, your mind is turned towards finding the answer and you're leaping in to offer advice, suggestions, and recommended ways forward. An intriguing, albeit difficult exercise is to watch yourself and see how quickly you get triggered into wanting to give advice. Give yourself a day or half a day or even an hour and see how many times you are ready and willing to provide an answer. A much-quoted 1984 study by Howard Beckman and Richard Frankel found that the average time to interruption for doctors was 18 seconds. And while we can roll our eyes and say, those doctors, I've seen plenty of managers and leaders who bat a similar average. In short, even though we don't really know what the issue is or what's going on for the person, we're quite sure that we've got the answer she needs. And what else breaks the cycle? When asking this question, it becomes a habit. It's often the simplest way to stay lazy and stay curious. It's a self-management tool to keep your advice monster under restraints. So that's read straight from the book by Monk Michael Bungay Stanier, um, The Coaching Habit, where he, you know, he talks about his experiences of helping managers, leaders inside organizations become more coach-like in their worlds. And what he gives us there is a simple habit-breaking response when you feel like jumping in and trying to solve some problems. He says, simply stop yourself and ask, and what else? So in the sales world, let's play this out a little bit. Uh, let's say the rep comes to you, one of your reps comes to you, and they say, I'm having trouble getting to the CFO in this account. And we'd probably all respond with something like, okay, tell me more what was going on or what have you tried, something like that, right? And their answer might then be, you know, I've called a few times, I've left a voicemail, sent a couple of emails, whatever it might be. And then if you're like me or what I used to be like, you want to jump in at that point and kind of go with something like, is, is that all you've done? You know, there's lots of ways to get in there. Well, have you tried this? Have you tried that? You should be calling them five times. You, know, you should be emailing them more. What about trying this? You know, you're in there telling them what to do and, and offering all the advice um, instead of simply saying, and what else? And then, and what else, right? So you're trying to uncover what else they've tried. And then when they get to the point where they say, you know, that's it, um, that's all that I've, I've done so far to try and get through to that person, you could then respond with a question such as, what other ways can you think of to try and reach the CFO? And then when you give you one or two that they probably haven't done yet but can think of, instead of that point of jumping in again and telling them there are things they should be thinking about, just simply ask, and what else? And keep pushing the conversation forward by asking, you know, and what else? Or some variation very similar to that. It's a great question. Like, like all these things, it's so simple. But if you get in the habit of asking it and trying to get to the depth that you haven't got before, what it does is it stops that advice monster from jumping onto your shoulder and taking over the conversation and starting telling people what to do and all the things that you've heard of or seen or done yourself that should be getting there. Because remember, 
getting your rep to think things through in the long run is going to pay off. It's going to make your life less stressful, less overwhelmed because they're going to be thinking more on their own. Um, and anytime they're thinking on their own and using their own inherent strengths, then it makes for a stronger rep. It makes for you being a stronger manager as well. So the action from this, if this rings true for you, is to write down and what else on your notepad or whatever you use when you're talking to your team and go use it. Make it be the default. It's going to sound weird and awkward at the start to keep saying, and what else? But if you can keep doing that, then you're going to gravitate more in the future to saying that as opposed to just doling out advice, which is maybe what you were doing before. So the real question here is, and what else? If you want to get the book mentioned in this episode for free, simply go to bitesizesales.com forward slash free book. If you sign up on that page for unstoppable.do, we'll send you your book on us. Unstoppable gives you habit-forming action notes on great sales books such as Spin Selling, Never Split the Difference, New Sales Simplified, The Challenger Sale, and many more. In there, you get the best ideas from these books, all organized in a straightforward and easy-to-implement way and designed for you to take action and transform your results. All of the equivalent of three cups of coffee per month. Start now and get your free book by going to bitesizesales.com forward slash free book. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with anyone you think would get value. Coworkers, teammates, your boss, your head of sales, even that guy you worked with two companies ago who could probably do with some help. In fact, just overshare it. This is one of the few times it's cool to do that. Your podcast app will have a share button. Please click it and share it wide and far. It would mean a lot to me and to the continued growth of the show if you could help get the word out. So how do you do that easily? There are two ways. Firstly, just simply send a link to a friend. Send a link to the show, to this episode. Um, you can email it, text it, Slack it, whatever works for you and is easy for you. The second way is to leave a super quick rating. And sometimes that can seem complicated, so I've made it as easy for you as I can. You simply have to go to ratethispodcast.com slash cyber. That's ratethispodcast.com slash cyber and explains exactly how to do it. Either of these ways will take you less than 30 seconds to do, and it will mean the world to me. So thank you.